Agents of ICS is a Monster of the Week horror podcast meant for mature audiences. Viewer discretion is advised. Why, hello there, and welcome back to our Monster of the Week actual play. Let us join the actual playing Monster of the Week hunter people folk. Yeah, that one. Hello, greetings. Sup? Alrighty, as discussed before, one of you, most likely Carson, made a call. Emmanuel Danes picked up and basically said, I'll give you guys one more day, but only one more day. We will be there on the morrow. So picking up from where we last left off, uh, realistically, we are post probably about an hour, 30 minutes uh, fight scene with Margot. Reminder, you know, Margot, that whatever thing, that gooey thing that you ate that made you, I guess, spiritually similar to Marissa has faded and is now gone. And we are literally post scene from the scuffle in the living room. Like, I think we had called people to, like, fix shit up here, right? Yes. Yes, that's the general idea. So are we using this one day of downtime to essentially let ICS come in, quickly swap out the carpets? Yeah. yeah. Might as well keep the cover, right? I mean, I assume there's nothing more here, right? No, we're, we're definitely not done. Emmanuel called us and said that Marissa's desperate to return to the basement to watch yeah. the Red Reel again. No, no, I mean in the house itself. No, because she wants to return to the basement. There's something still in the basement. Have we been in the basement? Yeah, I went down. What happened? I didn't write that part down. Nothing, just a basement. Well, let's go find what's in the basement then, I guess. All right, we gave ICS a quick call, basically saying, hey, uh, home renovation. Someone gotten by, please. I'm sure we can think of a cute ICS home renovation if someone wants to get on that. I won't stop you. But yes, your group descends down into the basement, leaving the stink behind you. Reminder that, yes, the body is gone, but the stink is indeed not, nor is the slime. And it's actually quite a nice basement. Not too spooky. It actually looks like they use it quite frequently. Reminder, there is a door that leads back into their backyard and then loops back around to the front yard from here. You can tell that Marissa leaves most of her yard tools in this general area. So clippers, seeds, gloves, things of that nature. And nothing really seems to be out of order. I don't know. Try to find the spot where you sank into the staircase. Interior Creative Services. Adorable. They're on the way. Uh, looking around the area that you recall, Margot, that Marissa fell through the staircase, you check the steps a few times, and from what you can tell, it's built fairly solidly. Someone of a fairly hefty weight or carrying something rather heavy could come up here and wouldn't break. All right, vibe check this place. Seems fine. Did she fall or was she pulled? You're not entirely sure. It happened very quickly. Well, you could go try watching the real again, I guess, but I doubt it shows anything at this point. I'm beginning to think that we need her to yeah. watch it. I mean, uh, I mean, you watched it, technically, so... Did, actually, did it change when I watched it? When you watched it as Marissa, the additional scene was added. When viewed by yeah. random people, many different people, nothing was added, nothing changed. The only thing that had changed is time had passed, and new scenes were added. So I could use myself as bait again. So what you were the new already scenes? Already used up the uh, the Marissa goo, so no. Yeah, so you know that gooing again will not work. Basically, you can only trick it one time. Is the problem is that <laughs> what do we do next? Because we aren't sure what the other thing was or what it wants. I mean, it's never gonna go away if we don't lure it out. How can we lure it with the victim? I mean, we already did that, though, is the thing. With the yes. actual victim. 
Meaning Marissa? Like, what, what would be the point of watching it twice? It's just the first lure was in the living room, but she wants she wants to now go to the basement, which is a completely separate room. I wonder why yeah, she wants that's to go down there. The other tapes also had different rooms. Yes, and reminder, every time the tape progresses to a new location, the image itself is much more clear. The first one we could only tell was the living room because we'd physically been here before. Had you not been to this room, there's almost no way you could determine what you were looking at. It was very, very messy. So are we thinking that we should so put her in more danger is... to put her in less danger? No, so unless each room is a different entity, which would be an issue. Is there anything that would indicate a separate entity? From what you've seen so far, no. Well, then we need to do more research to figure out how to actually kill it. No. Because you said there were, um, I won't say two entities, but like two different pools, right? Yes. So effectively, there was a voice calling you to two separate locations. It was the same voice, though. One was just muffled. Was there anything about that in the blog we found? Or like different pools or different? Probably to, uh, I guess, not feed the trolls. He was pretty light on the details, unfortunately. He hmm. became very paranoid near the end, assuming someone was following him. Hmm. Well, I mean, we can make her watch it again, but then it just we have to feels protect bad. her. Does she have to be alone in order for... No. <sighs> but she would be in danger. And the only reason we came out so well last time is because I used a lucky end roll yeah. pretty well on myself. I mean, I haven't used any luck, so I have some despair. I mean, it's probably for the best because there's a downside on to it. <laughs> also, when you're out, what, <laughs> the biggest downside is running out of luck. Yeah. I mean, you instantly die if you know who. Uh, no, it's, it's just, it's, you don't die, I can just be really mean to you. <laughs> Basically, but... you, uh, losing all luck makes you insanely unlucky to the point where everything <laughs> negative gravitates towards your character. That's actually so funny. Yeah, it's hilarious. I like that. So effectively, you guys have half the day today and all day tomorrow to either do more research, uh, speak with who you would wish to. ICS will come in, sorry, interior creative services will come in. They will, as quickly as possible, rip out the drywall, Unfortunately, you have to replace the couches and stuff. They're beyond ruined. And all the carpet, they should be able to get it done in time. Like, I guess the last thing I want to do is just make absolutely sure that there's nothing in this house itself. Which I assume is the case. Was. Physically and spiritually, nothing. You guys definitely had time to run around. You do not believe the house itself is haunted or possessed or anything along those lines. It's, of course, difficult to tell, but you guys have effectively uh, all day. So you can spend the rest of today, since you did this at the halfway point, double-checking the house, doing everything we can, which can indeed be time-consuming, but that checks off of like, hey, we're good. By this time, Interior Creative Services have indeed swung by, and they're working very fast. They're going to work overnight. They're going to flip to the morning, work all day, probably work overnight again, and shoot down by the morning of next, next day. And did uh, Emmanuel say when marissa went a bit loopy like was it after we did the thing or during it effectively uh time wise definitely after so definitely still something then so realistically for this day we'll have spent it looking around the house uh double checking what we can to make sure that there's no more spooky shit running around we'll roll over to the next day and where you guys will have effectively free time to do whatever you like margo i'll reduce your harm by one since you have some time to rest if there's anything you guys want to look into or anything along those lines, let me know. Uh, otherwise, Mar Margo should heal for one more, and then we'll continue rolling over. I want to do some research on the critter. Sure. I mean, I got up real close and personal with it. Yeah, you have, you have 
all day to do research. If the three of you want to do that, you're more than welcome to do so. Yeah, sure. I mean, I guess if it's like a general research, I could say that I'm doing that, but I don't really have any ideas. So. Okay. Do you want to do three separate research roles, or does anyone want to help someone else? Uh, I can help. So, Kaiba, you're better at researching because of your little situation, right? Yes, if I can open my sheet. And I'm better at helping. So if you want to back up help then, Margo, we can get both Carson and Kaiba to do some research. Uh, you'll have to go to whatever location. So Kaiba will be at his location, of course. And then Carson, uh, you will either hang out with your people or just kind of doing your thing. I'm just doing my thing. Most excellent. So while he's getting that reloaded, you can go ahead and roll me investigate. Uh, well, <laughs> realistically, that is a full success on investigate. Uh, Kaiba, go ahead and roll yours and then Margo will say you're helping Kaiba. Excellent. Alrighty, Margo, you're, you're there for uh, emotional support then. All right. So the two of you oh, rolled. Yeah, crit yet. Not yet, but the two of you rolled a full success. So we can either ask two vague questions or one pointed question. Of course, Margo, you can uh, throw your hat in if they can't think of something. But what are we what are we looking at? What do we want to know? What do we still need to get rid of to finish this case, I guess? Is it something with uh, Marissa specifically or something with the real? Or I can definitely answer that. Uh, Carson, do you have a separate question? Are you still thinking? If we do put Marissa in that situation, how best can we protect her to prevent something bad from happening? That would like, be more there... of a, an in-action role. Okay. Basically, you can also help NPCs because they also have stats. Well, they don't have stats, they have health. So if you see she's going to eat shit, you can move in and help her. So you can protect someone on that. People can protect you, of course. So all those things are definitely relevant. In general, if you're trying to protect her without you needing to roll anything, I can just tell you in general, whatever this thing is, it's probably going to go for her because it went specifically for Margo when Margo was Marissa. So you know that the thing, whatever it is, is going to go for her. I, this doesn't require a roll or anything. It's just something that you know. It seemed very focused. Also, okay. you know, her family is not hurt. Neither her son nor her husband are hurt. So. I'll go ahead and answer Kaiba's question. Uh, you asked what we need to do to basically get rid of it. Yeah. Perfect. So we'll say Margo was helping you uh, look through various books and such. And there's a few things we realized upon doing research. One of them is the description that Marissa gave does not match the description at all for what Margo and Carson saw. It's different enough to the point where you think maybe this is part of the curse, the entity, whatever it may be, that's tied to this red reel. We believe that maybe somewhere deep down, it judges the person that viewed it. And the thing that is shown is based off of that very thing. A fear, something that you do not want to see, something along those lines. Because Margot, yours was different from Marissa's. Even though your spiritual essence was that of Marissa's, you're still Margot. Your emotional state is still your own. While looking into this, we can look at various entities and such that revolve around fear or things that maybe can be temporarily removed from a situation, but cannot ever really be killed, maybe only sealed away. And going down this route, this will, of course, take all day to research, but we will indeed get our answer. You effectively learn that if everything we've seen so far is indeed true, you believe that... Effectively, yeah, I think one of you already said this, spurring it on over and over, not just killing it over and over and over, because there's a new state now. Stage one, you can barely see anything. Stage two, we can see a bit more. 
who's to say what happens in stage three? But we know stage three of the guy we found online, he disappeared. So that could be the end for all we know. It doesn't kill in stage one and stage two, but he very much did indeed die in stage three. So if we extend that to Marissa, that might also be the case with her. This could also be where the creature, the entity, is its strongest, could also be where it's also its weakest. The only time we have a chance to seal it, destroy it, or what have you. So basically, we're going to have to do this twice more, probably. Hmm. If not additional times, we don't know for sure. Is right. there any way we can get like a better idea of how to do that? In terms and of... And do we know what its weakness is? Yeah. So, not every entity has a weakness. The weakness of this one might actually just be... Unfortunately, tying it firmly to our side and then dispatching of it, which might just send it back to the tape. It might reset. As mentioned before, there's no real. Yeah, there's no real information about the red reels themselves, at least this version. So you guys are treading new ground here. You guys are your voyagers. This is all you. What what you guys figure out is going to be basically canon going forward. Um, But she wasn't really able to touch or do anything with the first time. Neither was the blog guy. The second time she wasn't able to touch it. No, she physically. No, she couldn't see it or or, or, or anything. And you wait, can, wait, oh, sorry, you can like they literally just could not see it. Marissa could not like know. it didn't exist. That you're not sure. So well, I guess like it didn't exist to their perception. Correct. Yes. Okay. So there's a possibility it's becoming more and more corporeal. Oh man, that's wild. Which doesn't make it more dangerous, but also theoretically it could weaken it. We 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 are aware of entities that have existed in the past that are very similar to this. Mm. Oh, and then in terms of actually, you know, taking care of it, uh, weakening it, and then sealing it away via any, any method that you uh, truly believe in <laughs> and you think will work. Very similar to our first one. So you wouldn't need to sit there the whole time, Kaiba, just casting. You would need to basically wait for mm. a, a weak point, and then that should be when it's its absolute weakest. So weirdly enough, <laughs> we actually need more prep for when it's weaker because it's not tied here, so our magic doesn't necessarily reach it. Like, can I also infer if the thing that we found the first time, like we found a weakness with my armory, but like, can we assume that if we summon it again, it's going to be different? Very much so. Yes. Yeah. What you saw the first time? Wait, sorry. What you guys saw was tied to Margot's deep-seated weakness. Weakness. Okay. Sorry, fear. What? That was my fault. God damn it. Yes. Yeah. I mean, apparently you have a fear for undead things. So yes, you are correct. <laughs> I don't know what I was expecting, but this is, <laughs> for some I reason, this is just wild we're gonna to have to find out what Marissa fears. We'll just ask her hubby. By the way, we can tell him and her that we are actually ghost hunters as an excuse to do what we need to do. I think we already told them that we are <laughs> government agents, effectively, but... Uh, yeah, but we can make it more official, we're ghost hunters. Yeah, I mean, I... Yeah. I mean, so I think it's fine yeah. if we come out and quote unquote be honest. I mean, that might make us sound more crazy, though, instead of fabricating some other bullshit. Yeah, but with what's been happening and his wife acting weird, I think he'll be more open to it as long as Carson does his charm thing very well. <laughs> as long as just a silly little chance that oh, it just don't tell him that. Him absolutely nothing. Kidnap is what now was. Do not resist. You're being saved. Alrighty. Realistically, uh, Carson, if you can't think of a question this very second, you can always delay it a little. Margo, if you, if you want to shoot a question, a little one, maybe. 
that could also assist you can or Carson for this exact. I know this is weird, <laughs> but for what we know in this exact second, you can ask the question later, 30 minutes from now, if you think of something, uh, maybe we're in the field. and You go, oh, you know, I, I would I would have researched this. That would make sense. You can totally hold on. Yeah. OK. All right. Perfect. So however you achieve this information, Carson, you do so, whether it be from your allies or just from doing personal research. Uh, Kai and Margot, we have what we have and the day will roll over again. And by this point, ICS should have indeed, hoping, cleaned their house out. Of course, there is a service for this, but they prefer not to use it. Uh, Margot, the cost of this, of course, is going to be paperwork explaining what? I accept. Oh, I, I guess Margot <laughs> and, and Kai, since you officially work for ICS. So basically some paperwork later as if to say, how'd that happen? <laughs> Please and thank you. They'll, they'll let it slide for now, but uh, normally... Of course, we are, are very aware that this is, needs to be taken care of now. Well, and I mean, since we're, you know, on a new frontier, they need <laughs> all the details just so we can avoid this and do it faster again next time. So, yeah, it's it's I, fine. Kaiba would probably, like, go into excruciating detail about the, the weird stuff that happened with, like, the viscosity and how much it sticks. And that's exactly why it needs to be replaced. Perfect. Yes, yeah, so as Margo said, because you guys need to get this done this very second, they'll let you put the paperwork off for later. But uh, sure. that stack is unfortunately getting slightly taller, but it's OK. Not a big deal. Uh, but yes, the day has indeed uh, rolled back over. We do know that the family will be at their home now. We'll say they'll get there around midday, probably around around 12, I'd say. They're being fairly generous. Let you guys do what you need to do. So however you guys want to approach this. <laughs> The, uh, do we want to do it in their basement this time, or do we want to do it, I don't know, somewhere else, I guess? So we, we are still unsure if, like, the location matters, right? I don't think it's going to hurt to do it in the basement, because she's probably going to get drawn there anyway, since it calls to you. Yeah. It might just mean more paperwork. Well, I mean, is the basement, like, super finished, fancy-wise? Or is it like a, you know, like a, just a basement, you know, not, not finished, but still clean and organized? You wouldn't want to live down there, but it's nice. Perfect. There won't be much to clean up if we ruin something. Don't say that too loud. <laughs> right. <laughs> so having cleaned everything. Leaves convincing them to let us do this. Right. What, what, what is the approach exactly? Actually twice. They, they still think you're bug folk with all your official paperwork and such. They, they do indeed yeah. believe you, but there's some weirder shit happening and. Well, so uh, Emmanuel, meet Carson. Carson has a way with words. Sure do. Like, I think the last time we basically kind of explained this stuff to him. Yeah. So he knows there's something potentially wrong with Marissa, but you can work off that. Yeah, it's kind of a weird situation. All right, since you're Cause... leading it, Carson, which, uh, which route are we going? Well, can you go over the scene real quick? Like the actual setting? Yes, effectively. It's going to be about noon. You do know that all three of them are home. His car and her car are both in the driveway. Uh, if it's a weekday, Jack is probably at school as it's midday. And your group's going to be walking up to their home to introduce yourself and however you want. You can still go the bug route. You can say we're ghost hunters. You can say we work for the government. Realistically, however you want to do it, the most important but thing is... But they already is... know that we've come to them multiple times about the bug thing, right? Indeed, yes. It but they're on, a little suspicious. Well, it depends on what you guys want to do next. If you, if you keep yeah. poking with bugs, they're eventually they're going to be like, there are no bugs. Leave. Go away. And then you guys kind of lose access. You know what? I just got that trust me thing. 
Let's lean into it. You can clarify whatever that is. Uh, effectively, it's just whichever route you're going down is going to be the one that we can. You know what? With, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and just be like, I'm gonna go the paranormal investigation route. Sure. Demonic possession, if you will. Uh, so you rap, rap, rap on his chamber door. It opens. Uh, you see Emmanuel answer, but in the background, you do indeed see Marissa. It looks like she's cooking, and her head kind of popped around the corner. Uh, he is also wearing an apron, so it looks like they were cooking together. Oh, that's kind of cute. And she kind of gives a wave. Uh, whatever they're you know working with clearly has her hands messy. She looks at that and kind of shrugs, then pops back around the corner. But she looks fine now, from what you can tell. Emmanuel gives you guys the quick up and down look, nods, turns to look back to the so somewhat uh, out of instinct their living room then flips back to you all and says well i see the three of you have indeed returned what was the topic you wanted to bring up you sounded as if there was an extra problem is marissa in earshot ish if you don't want her to be then you can ask him to come outside for a second yeah i'm gonna be like uh, hi emmanuel uh, i'd like to have a private word with you if if that's okay of course he turns. Marissa, I'll be just a moment. Uh, there's something we need to look at outside. She calls back. He nods, turns, closes the door, and looks to your group. All right. How you doing, Emmanuel? Better now. How's the... Do... Uh... Oh, sorry. Go on. Uh, you are going to ask how Marissa was? Yes. Yes, she is doing, from what I can tell, much better. I believe some of it might have been due to lack of sleep. But we're prepping for dinner tonight. She both looks and... Uh, to my limited experience, sounds better. She does sound better? From what I can tell, yes. As you may have gathered, uh, we're not actually a bug company. He nods. Um, and if you would be willing to listen, I would like to discuss with you the real reason that we're on site. Well, I assume it's something sensitive, as you've called me out here, alone, away from her. Uh, yes. Um, no need to dawdle. You can come out with it. <laughs> it just sounds a little ridiculous unless uh, you have been living with it. Do you know what I mean? Whatever you think the problem might be, you are free to share it with me. Well, uh, I say this with complete truth. <laughs> I know this is going to sound so silly, um, but we are actually um, demonic paranormal investigators. Uh, and we specialize in demonic possessions. And there was an item uh, in your possession recently. And we believe... I mean, he's a movie director. I'm sure he knows what red reels are. Yeah, that's true. Well, he does know what they are, right? Potentially. You're not 100% sure. Well, I'm going to... I'll go ahead and say, do you remember that um, item that we purchased from you recently? Yes, the unmarked reel your compatriot purchased from me. Correct. Um, that is actually the item that we were looking for. However, it appears that the entity contained within it has latched itself onto your wife. And that is something that we need to remove so that she does not get hurt. All right. Nodding um, along to this, you can go ahead and make that roll now. Oh, God. Holy <laughs> mother of God. Do <laughs> mm, you think that hits? I, I, I think I trust you. <laughs> Too bad you can't crit with that. It's I crazy. <laughs> All right, on a 10 plus, they'll do what 
you say they should, no questions asked. So you let him know of this danger, this potential spirit. And he's holding his hands behind his back, standing straight, looking down at you all, nodding along to everything you say. His face doesn't betray any emotion of distrust or disgust. And after you present all this before him, he simply nods one time and says, Understood. So, if I'm hearing all this to be correct, you believe my wife is possessed due to an item that we procured some weeks ago. And it's a correct. demon? Ghost or? Um, we are at, generally, we're not quite sure what it is. We have not seen it very often. Um, we do know that it is of some level of uh, sentience, but it's been very uh, elusive. So we're still, all we know right now is that um, we want your wife safe. Um, and not around it. Well, what do you need of me, precisely? Out of game, what do we need of him, precisely? His house and his wife. Well, that sounds a little weird. Yes. <laughs> so, I guess we could say that, like, the only way to yeah. get it is to lure it out. Um, like but that makes last sense. time, we needed your house and your room. And we yeah. had a trick to lure it out. But that won't work this time. We need Marissa. He raises an eyebrow while looking at you. Is that why my carpets are new? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Trust me, you don't want, did not want them back. Understandable. Well, whatever it is you found or ran into, you all seem to be speaking the truth. I see no reason why you would betray me in this way. You seem like good people, and you did indeed replace... It seems to be the walls, possibly the furniture. It looks newer, so I'm not one to complain. And the carpets. Quickly, too. Only took you about a day and a half. Tell we made price. sure to match as carefully as possible. Yeah, we're, uh, we're pretty efficient when it comes down to it. Clearly, you know people. It only took me three hours to do, finish the paperwork. Uh, he laughs at that and then turns to the door that is closed. Looks back to your group. I am assuming I'm at here because you do not want to worry Marissa. That's right. We will need to tell her this, though, correct? If we want her yes. to assist us. Yes. Yes. That is the the issue is that if we wait, she'll probably end up like she was last time, more erratic. And we want to prevent that, if possible. Understood. So what you're saying is whatever you pulled off last time prolonged the effect, whatever it was that is affecting her. Delayed it. Correct. Well, we partially got rid of it. But apparently there was more to it, so we have to keep doing it until it's on goal. Interesting, interesting. I will definitely say that I am one whose mind is more open to potentialities such as this. Marissa, possibly. Her and I have not exactly discussed ghosts or the afterlife, demons, things of that nature. But I would like to be the one to break the news to her, if you will. If you could uh, come yes. back in approximately three hours. I believe we should be prepared. Would that that's, work? That's fine with us. Sure. Um, if you need anything, um, contact us directly. Perfect. I would shake your hand, but unfortunately, mine are currently a little messy. I did not even notice that. Hey, hold, he holds them up and looks down as if to say, hmm, oh, you know, they're cook. covered in flour. <laughs> yeah, but essentially, he laughs at that and 
uh, holds his hands down to his side and says, well, shouldn't take too long. I will see you all in exactly... Before you leave, do you happen to know what your wife's greatest fear is? Hmm. A question for the ages. Her greatest fear. It might be buck-related. Interesting. Off the top of my head, I cannot precisely say what that might be. Fears are unique, wouldn't you say? Quite. I found out what hers was, and I'll point to Margot last night. Um, I will cough into my fist and uh, pretend I didn't hear that. Interesting. I need to think on this for but a moment. Off the top of my head, there are a few things I can indeed think of. We can also ask her, but it gives us time to prepare. Of course. I would say it's very similar to asking someone their favorite movie. Silly, to be sure. But in that moment, their favorite movie could be X. When in three months, their favorite movie could be Y. Purely based on a mood. A fear could function the same way, truly. Definitely. I don't know. I've been um, freaked out by Undead for quite a while now. Perfectly understandable. We are all different beings, though, are we not, Marga? True. Fears do shift and change over time. But you'll want to make sure it's her deep-rooted fears, not something she's afraid of in the moment. He points precisely, precisely. Well, if you can't figure it out, you can ask her and text us. Indeed. You have some things to prepare anyway. Uh, he, he does need to think for a moment and says, well, if this is all part of the process, I'll be sure to get that for you post-haste. Other than that, is there anything else that you require of me? Uh, no, I believe that is about what we need right now. Most excellent. I will see you all in three hours then. And I don't know prepare setting way. your projector in the basement it might help speed things up. Specifically the basement? Uh, it's probably for the best if we are on the occasion where it's made itself aware, I guess. Intriguing. Last time it was in the living room, but apparently this time it's in the basement, so... Oh, that would explain the mess. Well, all right then. Wait, what mess? The mess that you needed to clean up. Oh, in... Uh, okay. I was gonna say mess in the basement, what? <laughs> well then, I'll have all that set up. Three hours should be perfectly adequate time. And I'll meet back with you all. Any points at his watch? And then nods. About 15 or so. Yes. And with that, he turns about, heads back into the home after giving you all a wave, and he will go discuss things with his wife. All right. And we shall prepare as well. Indeed. Is there anything in particular you all want to prepare in these three hours? Uh, full body armor for Marissa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Put her in a bubble made of lead. Yeah. We, we must have really some charms or wards to give her at least a basic level of defense, yeah. right? Um, doesn't, isn't your girlfriend a witch? Probably. Does she do wards? Does she know about that kind of stuff? Probably. Do you want me to abuse my backstory to get us some magic? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I do. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Can I keep her? Uh, let's see. You have that. What is that role from? I, mean, uh, I have armory, but. Magical laboratory, right? Oh, damn it. It says you just have stuff. Uh, yes. Armory specifically lets you roll. Go ahead and yeah. use that, and I think it's we'll more see. so for weapons, but sure. More so for weapons, but we'll, we'll say, uh, in, the, in this sense, it's an armory for assisting us. All right, let's see if I have some magical protect Marissa armor. Basically. All right, excellent. Yeah, I mean, I guess I have something. Not a six! Like a, yeah. <laughs> so basically, I can protect her once-ish. Uh, while looking around, though, we weren't exactly sure what to grab, so we'll say you grabbed a few relatively simple... Uh, awards that can be used uh, quickly. They do burn away. You're not sure which will work, so maybe we'll say you grab like three or four 
hoping one will. And then we all know that one of them will indeed work. You've now returned. And uh, with Kaiba prepping that, Carson and Margot, do either of you want to do anything or just kind of chill? I guess I want to prep some weapons, something smaller for enclosed spaces. Yeah. Uh, but in terms of weapons, <laughs> Margo, when you say weapon, what are you intending to bring with you? Well, the creature has a physical presence, right? Theoretically. Right. You do have your crossbow. I can also bring you some weapons if you want me. I have different things than you, I think. Dear God. Uh, would you like a flamethrower? <laughs> <laughs> okay. One, a crossbow in a basement makes zero sense. Two, a flamethrower in a house makes zero sense. What do you mean? Makes perfect sense. Only if I want to burn the whole damn thing down. I mean, is it actually normal for us to switch out weapons? I'm not sure if that's... No. Uh, Once you've chosen, bad. that's it. That's all you got. Not too bad. All right, well, I have a silver knife. Can I get, like, a whole bunch more of those? Yeah, I mean, basically, the weapon that you have, if it's feasible to have many of them, you have many of them. So if it's, as, like, slow, then it's a slower weapon. If it's fast, it's, a, you know, you can use it easier. They're there basically to balance and for exploitation one way or the other. And then I, I will... I assume I'm not bringing a magnum in that case, so I'm just bringing my swords. Yes, I will just bring lots of my little knives. <laughs> like, I have two harm so silver and iron swords, so... All right, Geralt. <laughs> in fact, I guess I'll bring my big sword too, but uh, I'm not expecting to take it out. I could also have gotten a mallet and a wooden stake. Apparently that's three harm. It's a bit... Uh... Three harm, but very hard to use. <laughs> yes. It's intimate. intimate. So you, yeah, you, you basically need to be so close that you set up the attack and then use it. It's also slow, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yes, uh, Margo, <laughs> I guess now that you guys have said that we're, you know, the possession experts, are you keeping the blade in the vehicle or are you dragging it in with you i mean probably take it with you anyway it's better to have it on hand at least. yeah i'm gonna take it with me but it's gonna be covered up excellent in your usual bag sure. yeah all right perfect so whatever weapons in, in you guys a, bring in a brand new skew bag yeah <laughs> so whatever weapons y'all bring uh will definitely be concealed and the time is indeed upon us three hours later y'all swing back up to the danes's home you give it a knock uh and this time uh she answers she looks you up and down, gives you a smile, and then motions for you all to come on in. Come on in. First, because I'm the most trustworthy. <laughs> Obviously. She specifically sees the extra equipment you're bringing with you, very much not bug-related this time, the large thing on your back, Margot, and giving that a look over. She definitely stares at it for a good long second, and then her eyes jump to you, Margot, as she says, Is that for exercising ghosts, or what is that? Exercising ghosts. Hmm. Well, your I mean, equipment's size, honestly, it works with anything. Your equipment's definitely very different this time. Well, we actually, you know, know what the problem is now, kind of. Do you always pretend to be bug hunters? No, it's whatever is relevant to the situation. There actually were bug reports. Were yeah, actually... we just happened to take advantage of it. Were there actually bugs in our house or no? Uh, no. no. Yours, no. no. You... <laughs> honestly, you're you're free and clear as far as that goes. Um, which really is great. And you got new carpet out of it. So this is true. New couch, too. It, the cushion was getting a little flat. So I, I in a in a way, sort of appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we do, we do what we can. Well, in that case, you know, any old equipment you need destroyed in the basement, you know, take it out, put it in the middle. The danger zone. Uh, she... that, that was a bad joke, Ben. That's fine. She laughs He's all the same. At social stuff. It's fine. Just let me do, let me make the joke. 
And uh, Emmanuel descends the stairs. Charm is zero. I <laughs> <laughs> gives you all a quick wave. Uh, this time that they are tra- they are both dressed more traditionally. And he looks at you all and says, "Well, Jack is not currently home. He will be out with friends for the night, uh, staying for a sleepover, to my knowledge." Now that the masks are off and we all know exactly what we're doing here, what do you need of us? Marissa is on board. No more lies. We are aware of what's going on. I will produce a red reel for my back pocket. We are going to watch a movie. Upon seeing that, she takes a single step back and goes, Oh, that that thing again. Is that the problem? Certainly. Yep. What's it do exactly? Precisely. The red reel, you mean? She nods. Have you ever watched a ring? She nods again. That's that's what well, it that's is. Basically it. Is yeah. a small Japanese girl coming to kill me? Uh no, but you Well, in this but, case it's your worst fear, but Yeah, I mean we're talking more like the whole watching the tape thing and then having bad things happen after you watch the tape. Oh, so no phone calls then. No phone calls. Okay. Hopefully not. Well, I mean, Hopefully unless not. you're scared of social speaking, I guess. But uh, well, we are planning on getting rid of the problem before it decides to evolve. So, after giving it a very long and hard stare, Emmanuel's looking over you all as well. She says, In "Short. It's going to get weird." Unders- I understand. What it's going to get weird? I need. But we to. have nothing but your best interests at heart. Do I need to watch it again? No. Uh. uh what? Yes. Potentially yeah, a couple times. Now I'm going to be sharing with you. Yes, you do, because it wants you. Yeah. How, long, how many times did we watch it like last time? Before it appeared? Uh, she watched it once. You guys watched it once, Margot as Marissa. And that basically triggered it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I thought she watched it multiple times before it actually appeared. Now as yourself, as just Margot, you guys could have watched it just fine. You, all you would have seen was the footage. Uh, hopefully only once, potentially twice. And hopefully not more than that. All right. And you'll try I'll, to... Uh, I'm going to be honest, ma'am. This is going to get a bit more than a little scary. But our job is to make sure no harm comes to you. Speaking of, and I'll give it the charm. Keep this on you. Okay, she takes it and looks at it and says, just hold on. Do I need to, like, stick it Keep on it something? On, uh, stick it on your face or your clothes. Keep it in your pocket. It doesn't really matter. She laughs that and sticks it to her forehead. And she kind of, like, makes a zombie, like, oh, Emmanuel. And he rolls his eyes. <laughs> Cute. Oh, yes, I do like Jiangshi. <laughs> she, she, yeah, she points. Goes, oh yeah. She, she laughs, takes it off. Cute. And goes, all right, all right. Well, ooh, uh, sorry, jokes, tension. She's like, wait, you know, waving her hands out, trying to like get the jitters out. It's okay. So it's, it's going to get worse, but then it's going to get better. I'm yes, exactly. Right. I feel like I'm ready. Emmanuel, I spoke of this, and we trust you all. You didn't mention that you were charging us or anything, which. She kind of motions everywhere in this neighborhood. I'm sure it doesn't get past you that, yes, there are many scams and things of that nature. But, well, all right. So we just need to what, go into the basement, watch the tape, and something will happen? No. Now, the other question is, of course, does Emmanuel want to be there? I would like to be present in the room, yes. All right. Will I affect it negatively in any way? No, but it... I probably won't target you. No, but if you try to protect your wife with no skills like us, you could get hurt. So just keep that in mind. Under... Hmm. So in fact, she... do, you have a, do you have a spare time for him too? No, I only had uh, enough for one. 
This is fine, this is fine. You were saying if she's attacked by something, an entity of some variety, I should stand back and allow the three of you to handle it? I mean, I know you can't, so here, take a couple knives. I'm not going to tell you to not protect your wife, you know. I, I wouldn't either, but keep in mind, this, this is dangerous. Yes. So unless you have a gun on you, although that's probably not a great idea in this uh, enclosed space. Not hand, in the I'm, basement. I'm going to no. hand him some knives. He a crossbow, maybe? He holds his hand out as if to say, I'm, I'm fine, I'm fine. Uh, knives in an inexperienced hand would only lead to uh, more injuries, I believe. All right, that's fair. Well then, uh, on that. when are we starting this? I will merely be a witness. Right now. Oh. Get to know it as quickly as possible. We don't know how long it will take. Perfect. I assume it's on the problem that we just ate. Mm, well, you might puke a bit, but we'll find out. Yeah, we'll find out. And uh, Marissa makes a face as if to say, like, oh, I don't want to waste my dinner, but oh well. It was <laughs> so good. Uh, and with that, they both uh, essentially motion for you guys to head on down uh, to the basement. The door is already kind of cracked open uh, just across the way from the kitchen. Uh, and like before, it's lit well. Uh, there are not huge windows, but sizable windows downstairs uh, that were letting in light, but now have uh, blankets over them to cut all the light out. Uh, and you can see that there's a larger blanket basically pressed in front of those and the projector is positioned an adequate distance away from those. And he motions for you all to sit down uh, if you need them. And then he kind of makes the faces at the say, oh, do we even need to sit down? Should we stand for this? I don't think it matters. Hmm. And here I prepped a movie session for downstairs. Quite silly. Did you make the popcorn, Marissa? And she laughs at that. <laughs> and she says, well, if I'm, watch if I'm watching this, do I just stand in the middle? Is it safer to sit? Uh, I think... Uh, where did Margot get grabbed by the thing? On the staircase, right? Yes. Well, if you want to go by the movie... She was sitting on the... You standing on the staircase. Uh, she was sitting last time. That's right. <laughs> this is going to be weird. You have to be watching the movie as you're standing on the staircase, I guess. Do I need to go there? Probably not, honestly. But just to be safe. Okay. She takes a few steps up. You might get an impulse to go there anyway. And she's kind of just staying on the staircase. She has her hand uh, resting and Emmanuel's at the, at the bottom of the staircase kind of around in case she uh, falls or something, but moving enough that you guys can get up there if you need to. He checks under the staircase, see if there's any down there. I'm kind of shrugs. He puts his hand on the various footfalls to make sure they are stable. He kind of shrugs and goes, well then, all right. I guess with the, uh, with the lights down and everything prepped, I guess we just begin. Pretty much. Might as well. With everyone in position now, Manuel checks where everyone is standing. Oh, uh, real quick. I want to drop my big sword somewhere nearby, but not immediately nearby, since it's probably too big for the basement. It's barely just too big, but with the right positioning, you should be able to use it. When you say drop, do you mean like put it on a table or? Yeah. As you're considering this. Manuel looks where you're all standing, looks to Marissa, nods, heads over to the machine, slaps in the red reel, very carefully loads it all, makes sure everything is precisely where it needs to be, fires it up, and uh, motions to the blanket that is now our uh, drop screen. He says, all right then, we're trusting the three of you as professionals. I'd say good luck, but we shouldn't need it, right? I believe in luck. Thank you very much. Well, if it exists, I definitely used some yesterday, so... Well, 
Let us hope excellent luck befalls us all then, yes? Yes. He nods and hits play. And as he does, he leans back, further dimming the lights, completely cutting them out from the room. And the reel begins to play. He steps back to be slightly closer to Marissa as she's standing on the fifth or so step, heading down to the basement. And as expected, the first scene plays out. Messy, water damaged, smoke damaged, almost impossible to decipher. But we know this is something sneaking up just behind Marissa over and over and over. It plays out about eight to nine times. Something sneaking up on her while she is alone somewhere in the living room, presumably scratching her neck as there's a scream, and then it cuts to nothing. Oh, jeez. It continues to play. This time, the new information that the three of you saw. Marissa has yet to see this, and it plays out of her going down the steps. And as it does, for the briefest of moments, Emmanuel checks to make sure she isn't actually walking down the stairs. She is not. She's standing still currently, holding on much tighter to the handrail. Scene plays out the same way. This time, cleaner and clearer. She heads down. It follows. She gets the item she needs. She begins to head up. And approximately where she's currently standing, she breaks through. It happens so quickly, and you can only really see just above her knee. It's difficult to tell if, as one of you guessed, something reached up and pulled her down, or if the slat just suddenly broke. Regardless, she's stuck. You can hear her screaming, which seconds later is muffled as something wet and indecipherable shoved down her throat. You hear gurgling, and then the scene also cuts away. Oh my god. It cuts to black again. And as we can just hear the reel playing in the background, Marissa just goes, oh. After a few seconds, a new scene plays out. This time, we see Marissa again. She's standing somewhere new. Somewhere that is not this home. It is substantially clearer. You can see everything almost perfectly, as as if this were recorded on your standard reel. Is in a cold, dark, concrete room. Water can be heard dripping somewhere in the distance. As she moves about, slowly, she's looking around for something. As she looks, you think for a moment that her eyes will lock on to this camera person, but they move so fast that at no point do you ever actually see Marissa's eyes. This individual, this thing, is just always out of her sight, to the left or to the right, but never in front of her. And you can hear her whimpering slightly from the stairs but she's she's staying strong just just kind of like a holy shit this is what is going on is is she's kind of like repeating that you see this thing move around faster and faster there's some light peering in from cracks or holes or pathways in this concrete uh, area but it's moving so fast it's really difficult to tell where she is on second playthrough this will become more clear to you it's getting closer though it's the main thing you notice Every time she turns, this thing moves and is a step closer and then a step closer and closer until finally it moves in. You can hear her panicking in the film now. But whatever this thing is, unseen by her, is always one step away. And when it finally does reach her, it does what it's here to do. And if you do not see it in perfect detail, you know this time by the screams that are wet and guttural and cut off this time, instead of Marissa just being harmed or hurt in some way, you can tell 
She is killed this time. The entity looks down at her mangled corpse, and the film cuts out. The reel slapping against the machine. Over and over and over. As Emmanuel walks on, flicks on one of the lights, uh, and I ask the three of you to go ahead and roll me to keep it together. With plus cool. A ten. Nice. Beautiful. Margo. I do not, in fact, keep it together. (laughs) Margo, you gain no stress. Oh, I gain experience. Nice. Carson, you will gain one. Kaiba, you will gain two. And yes, Kaiba, please mark experience. Can you put it on my my stress circle? Gladly. Thanks for asking. Kaiba, how about yourself? Uh, Let's go with I'm tired. I'm fatigued. That's fair. You've been very busy recently. You've been super busy. Alrighty. This last film was much more graphic than the others. Much more clear. We could tell exactly what was happening. And with the lights now on, Marissa is still in position. Eyes wide. Mouth agape. Just staring at that square. That four by three viewpoint into her future that ends in death. Marissa, talk to us. Is that going to happen? Not while I'm here. Where was that? Good question. That's not our home. I've never seen that before. Are we sure this is going to happen? Assumably. Emmanuel's looking around the room for something to pop out. We think we hear a stirring for a moment, but it's some bird outside running along the roof. Any, uh, did you recognize that place, Emmanuel? It's difficult to tell. It's, hmm. Were you saying we could review this tape without it, um, advancing? We don't need Marissa to view the tape, do we? That's correct. No. All right. If that's the case, we could theoretically watch it again without her. I can technically pause it. I'm not sure how it works with something that might be supernatural, but we can try. These cannot be held up to the light, correct? Uh, can they? As, as you ask, he pops it off. He tries to hold it up, and he starts. he's just pulling on the reel. He's shaking his head no. They're all blank. He just says, shit. Well, seems we have to view it. All right. Well, we can't leave Marissa alone. Do you happen to want to go anywhere, Marissa? Not at the moment, no. I, I, is this referring to before, when I felt as if I needed to go somewhere or do something? Yeah. She's kind of nodding along as she's thinking, as if to say, okay, I mean, this, this at least tracks, it makes sense. But seeing the tape change to something new is definitely, definitely something. And you guys could tell 100% this was Marissa. She would dress like that, hair was the same. You never saw her eyes, or if you did, it was like barely a glimpse, like a spear Is this frame. um the same outfit that she's wearing? Not currently, no. Mm, okay. You have seen her in this outfit in the past, though. Is it is it an outfit she wears often? Often enough that you've seen it? You're not really sure the extent of her wardrobe. Because I, I feel like, because this is supposed to, to sort of tell the future, right? Yes. So she, whatever's happening is not happening today because she's not wearing that outfit. Is that the, a strange assumption to make? No, I think that makes sense. The guy, the streamer, he watched the tape, uh, made his last stream, and then when did he supposedly disappear? Oh, the blogger, I mean. Yes. So, yeah. Yeah, it was purely, purely text and everything. After discussing it, he was, I think I said he was silent for about a week or so, primarily because he thought someone was legitimately screwing with him. And then he just said, nah, I'm... I'm done with this. But unfortunately, he didn't update after that. You could tell he was intending to. So it could take up to a week? Potentially. It's difficult to tell uh, precisely when he died, as where his body was found, 
decay, water, makes things difficult. So it is going to happen, but it probably can't force it. That's an issue, actually. So do I just need to wait until I wear that outfit, or what are we thinking exactly? Well, until you get a similar feeling that you had last time, I guess. But what if I just never wear the outfit? I mean, eventually you just get the pull, right? Then couldn't we force it? In a way, maybe? Is she wearing the outfit she was wearing in the, uh, the second clip right now? This one's different. Maybe we should try it with that, I guess. What I was going to say is that if she decides not to wear that outfit, will the red reel change? <laughs> if to we fix ruin that? the outfit. <laughs> like, if we ruin the outfit, does the red reel know that? So, something you do know is the beginning of the tape shows about nine or so clips of something sneaking up on her. In each of those, she's wearing something different. Okay, so it really doesn't matter. So it doesn't really matter. It could be any of those outfits. I don't like that there's something sneaking up on her. She definitely looks a bit shaken, but she's on board with whatever's happening. I mean, I don't want to wait until she starts feeling weird again. Yeah, I think that might put her in more danger. I just realized you failed your cool rule. <laughs> yeah, I did. Why is that so sad looking? I mean, Kaiba isn't cool. What the face? <laughs> well, I just think the juxtaposition of the failure face with the fact that it's a cool role is so sad. <laughs> the uh, the full art of that in the book. I could be wrong, but the dude's like opening up his uh, like trench coat and there's like eyes and tentacles coming off his chest. So it looks like <laughs> it looks like failed magic. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's an apt picture. <laughs> um, oh, God. I don't, I don't know how really we... know how we go about forcing this. I mean, last time we managed to force it somehow. Yeah, but that's because we were in the correct location. I mean, we are this time as well, for the second clip at least. But that didn't happen. So the third clip is where? We don't or, know. What's like the some, setting some look like? Damp, so damp, damp concrete room damp with concrete. water dripping, I believe. So maybe an underground room? It was a room, right? Was it like... It's definitely hard to tell. You can, if you want, rewatch it again without her and try to see focus specifically on the background images because there was definitely more to be seen. It just happened very quickly. Um, question. Answer. If I rewatch it, will it give me more stress? No. So you, you, after watching it once, you can watch it again if you'd like. Okay, I'm going to watch it again and I'm going to focus on the background. Yeah, do the three of you want to watch it? Or does someone want to stay back and watch Marissa in the other room? Uh, I think or somebody needs to stay back to watch and her. watch Marissa. You guys want me to do it? Yeah. Also take note that You're in the, the clip, of the bunch. she was walking down the stairs. So if something does happen when you walk down the stairs, one for done here, pay attention to that. So I guess that'll, that'll be a good test for right now. I will, yeah, uh, yeah I'll go with her and I'll be, I'm going to be prepped to use my magic to catch her from falling down. <laughs> As you're mentioning uh, up the stairs and going and triggering and she turns to walk upstairs to go back up there. And then you guys mention all this and she pauses and goes, all right, you're just going to walk do it. with me then, Marco? Yeah, I think that you need an escort. I'm going to go ahead and. Uh... <laughs> all right. Since I'm going to make sure since my motive is going to be to catch her because I'm expecting her to get pulled down because the tape should follow the. Sorry, the. Injuries should follow the tapes, right? Good. All right. I'm going to hold my hands out by her hips. Just uh, is this is this all right if I, you know, keep these nearby? She nods. 
All right, and then as we go up, I'm going to hover them right nearby. All right. It probably looks real dumb, but uh, I'm going to be safe. Might look a little silly, but doesn't hurt to be extra cautious. Better safe than sorry. You know exactly. what they say. And the two of you ascend the stairs. That sentence was backwards. All good. It should have been. You know what? Better safe than sorry. <laughs> you know what they say? Better safe than sorry. Not the phrase before that. Sorry. We're rebels here. It's okay. <laughs> Do as you will. Better know what they say. Better know what they say. Safe, Safe and sorry, sorry then. <laughs> My and brain is they... leaking. You know what they say? Better so- than they're sorry. <laughs> As the two wow. of you ascend the stairs, Marissa very carefully takes a step. After a step, she turns back and looks at you, Margo, nods, and continues a bit faster now. Both hands on each rail. Do you think the mask would work? On the real? The real? It isn't her essence, or probably not. I mean, I think last time we... Well. It wasn't my face. It might. It was her essence that we tricked the first time. Yeah, but it is a magic item, so it might work. Can I reasonably guess if it works or not? Judging by what ICS told you, it's about half and half. You're not sure. I mean, it's worth a try. It's not a strict no, though. It might, well, if I fail, then, you know, I might walk around as Marissa for half a day. Half a week. I don't think we need to because the tape is done, right? Yes, but it progresses if the person who is in it watches it, I believe. But it only progresses up to a certain point, to, to the death, right? Yes, but it gets more clear, right? So it might help. The last it, it, one it, is yeah, Is biggest. it not as clear as it can be? From what you can tell, yes. I think you I should save the mask for maybe the location once you figure it out. Maybe. And as the two no, of you I don't move, think that's a limited mask technically, but no, you can use it many times as you want. It's just uh, yeah. don't mess up. <laughs> uh, but yes, the two of you ascend the stairs uh, slowly, but she speeds up near the end, and neither of you are pulled down. Nothing grabs onto you. There is an anticipatory feeling from you, Margot, as you did physically feel this before. You swear you felt it, but no, you're not grabbed and pulled down or drowned. Nothing touches you, fortunately. And after that tingling feeling leaves your body, the two of you are back up near the living room, near the kitchen, on the first floor again. Wait, tingly as in it might have pulled her down? No, as in a, you know, you're anticipating something. Built oh, up, okay, built up. so uh, anxiety. Yep, then nothing happens. And the two of you are safe. She looks down, nods as if to say, I'm all right. All right, we'll uh, continue to the living room, I guess, or the kitchen, whichever one. Perfect. Uh, she moves over to the living room and takes a squat on the couch. <laughs> and she's just kind of breathing in as if to calm herself. And then back downstairs, we have Kaiba, Carson, and Emmanuel. He looks to the two of you and says, Well, should I put it on one more time? See if we can yes. discern does where this, this thing is. Does have a uh, slow motion feature? It does, yes. I'm not sure if it will function, but we can try. We can try. We'll need to be careful. I, hmm. Can the tape be damaged? I mean, I'm sure ICS would have tried, right? Yeah, definitely. Not like destructive, but try little things. Like wiping it with a magnet or something. Yeah. Normally I would say something old could potentially be damaged if handled incorrectly. But if we think it's safe, then we should be fine. Yeah. Apparently these ones are a lot harder to destroy than the actual ones. Well, that might have benefited us. He rewinds it, pops back in. Clicks everything into place, clicks off the lights, 
uh, prepares to engage the slow motion and hits play. It plays through the first nine scenes of her being snuck up on, the one scene here in the basement, and right when it gets to this other room, he hits slow motion. It plays out exactly the same way it did the first time. Something far away, slowly getting closer. Whenever she turns, it whips so rapidly, all the images blur. Point where you can't make out anything. But it stops for a moment. And she turns again, and this repeats over and over and over. This time, though, in slow motion. And you're able to see much clearer now. This is indeed a cold, dark, concrete area, but I'm not sure if I would call it a room. When it freezes for a moment, you notice that the hallway, whatever this is, goes on for quite some time to the point where this might be a warehouse. The ceilings are 15-ish feet high, and there's various hunks of metal uh, hanging. Uh, two pieces of metal hanging down with something horizontally that probably has something printed on it at one point, but is now faded. You also see all along the ground, organized in rows, long strips of concrete with faded paint between them. It turns again, and you can see what were stairs, still usable, all concrete, dilapidated. It turns again, and you see somewhere that bends upward as if a some sort of machine would drive up it to the second floor. It turns again, and you can see somewhere out into the distance. And you're not sure if it's raining or if it's just really moist here. But you, you believe you can see outside. You can see the roads, the streets. It turns again. You can see some more of the streets. And then eventually the tape ends. Does anyone want to guess what this thing is before I say what it is? Ooh. I don't know. Shipyard? I mean, I got nothing. After viewing everything, you determine that this is most likely a parking lot. A parking garage. Multi-tiered. Long, long out of service. Whatever signs that say first story, second floor... Some are hanging. Uh, some just have, you know, growth building up on them slowly. But looking through outside, you can just barely see some street signs. And it looks like you can, if you focus, make out some of the street names, which is quite fortunate for you all. What are the names? The first I one you see. my special ability called Google to find them. <laughs> uh, the, the first one you can see is a, a Blitz Boulevard. And the uh, second one is Merry Way that you can see. And yep, upon punching these into any digital search feature you would like, you eventually find the area, which isn't too far from here, but it's, it's a jaunt. Were she to run here, it would take her, realistically, probably a day or a day, like, like half a day just to get there, just pure legwork. It is some miles off. On a bike, it's more feasible, but it's definitely not here. An old, dilapidated, no longer used parking garage. A parking garage? Gross. Why are, mm -hmm. car why are parking garages so creepy? Liminal space. It is, I was just going to say, it's because it... Exactly. <laughs> is it more or less creepy it. with no cars in it? Creepier, for sure. <laughs> um, unless, unless there's like, in the distance, two cars parked next to each other with nothing else in the way. In the that's, that's weird, yeah. That it's completely full and no sign of life. Yeah. Apparently there's like conference buildings which have like uh, basically back rooms, which are only for like staff and stuff like that, but they're built in such a way that if you're in them, you cannot access the normal rooms anymore. Oh, joy. 
so when you're in a staircase, basically, you'll have like one of those double staircases that you have to hop over to the other side. Otherwise, you'll never get out unless you take a service exit. Weird. And there's nobody in there. Huh. So you can basically walk for hours without meeting anyone. Hell yeah. That's my favorite. All right. Well, your group is able to determine this fairly quickly. As you're upstairs, Margo, uh, do you say or discuss anything with Marissa? She's seeming to relax now. Um, yeah, I'm going to take her mind off of it. I will uh, very shyly and non margoly ask her how she learned to do makeup. You're not sure if she heard you at first, as she's very clearly focused on something else, and she turns to look at you quizzically and says, I'm sorry, what? Makeup. I've never done it before. I wanted some pointers on how to start, maybe. Oh, her expression is very shell-shocked at the moment. She's not breathing as heavily, but it, it fades away as you ask this very mundane question. And she smirks a little and nods. And she says, sure, sure. I can definitely teach you. When I was younger, my, my father showed me how to use uh, makeup. And it was, it was fun. Something that we did together. I can show you, I guess, if you'd like. Unless we're doing something today. I'm technically free. Jack won't be home. We've already eaten. Uh, we'll find out when they come back upstairs. I'm, I can make time, uh, any, any time, yeah, if not today. She smiles, you can tell that she appreciates that you changed the subject. Margo's learning. Yeah, the, the two of you kind of just chit-chat about this. Uh, yes, Carson, technically if you had a question that was regarding that time prior, you still have it if you have something. If you have questions. Uh, does anybody else have a better question? If there's any way to force this to happen so I can speed it up rather than oh. waiting around. Incredible. Yes, that's a great question. Sure, we, we can say with these entities, uh, things that represent fear, of course, depending on the canon and such, facing one's fears is indeed dangerous, but efficient. So sometimes just accepting fate for what it is, going to a location, facing this thing, will sometimes be more beneficial towards you, as opposed to hiding from it and letting it get worse and worse and worse. And since these locations are in the middle of nowhere, it could have taken that guy a week plus to die because he had to find it first. Yeah, I guess. Does that mean we're just going to have to like drive around for the next month and show her different locations? until? No, I thought we knew the exact location. You do. We do. But we also aren't sure if the third time is the charm. We just know that the other guy died at the third time. Indeed. Well, there's only one way to find out. We go there now and uh, confirm it. What are more and less scenes in different prep reels? This one in particular. We are treading new ground. The only other one we're aware of is three. Okay. The other ones are more shot like, you know, home videos. So there's far more than three. There's, you know, anywhere from 10 to like 50 separate scenes. But they make sense. They're not nonsensical, you know, ooh, gotcha. Scratch your neck. Well, in that case, I guess, if they're up for it, we can go on a road trip. Yeah. It's probably better to do it at night anyway. Fewer people. I mean, it's also abandoned. I'm not sure it matters at the time of day. Yeah, it's around uh, late-ish 4, getting close to 5 p.m. So, realistically, if you guys want to go today, you're more than welcome to. Yeah. I mean, we're already prepared anyway at this point. Is true. Point in waiting. Okay. Uh, are the two of you, Kaiba and Carson, discussing this downstairs while viewing, or after viewing the tape, I guess? Yeah. I guess you. I mean, we would ask Emmanuel if he's uh, up for it, I guess. You bring up the topic and he's nodding along. And when you turn to him, he ceases nodding and 
points, saying, that actually might be our best course of action. Faster, and with all of you here, and prepared, in the right mindset, why not take care of it now? This dude is very calm. Very. He is very calm. You've experienced with things like this, yes? Sadly, yes. Do I want to ask your success rate? No, well, I'm still alive. Your success rate in protecting others, not yourself. Nobody has ever died on my watch. Good to know. I um, want. I've worked long enough. Someone probably has died on my watch, but that probably just makes me try that much harder to like, make it not happen. Here's the, here's when I the say truth. that, that does not mean everyone came out unscathed, though. If it was 100% successful, we'd probably be lying to you. Yes, that's that, that is a good point. He nods at that uh, as if to say thank you for not completely bullshitting me. I wouldn't right. normally believe what I'm seeing, but that was indeed Marissa. There's no way you fabricated that. Definitely not. Uh, but that does mean that she's in danger. So, indeed, not that we didn't already know that, but this, it, you know, obviously it does give clarity. That's the whole point of it. Um, it's now 1080 or whatever the highest definition is. And you said you believe that waiting would only cause her to fall back in the state before, when she believes she's being followed, has strange urges. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it induces paranoia, it seems, and it feeds on your fear, gets stronger from it. It probably induces the paranoia as a way to push the victim into maybe making, like, reckless actions in fear. I'm not entirely sure. He He nods along, as if to say that makes sense. Drives him to exhaustion. Well, now that we think we know where we're going, shall we head upstairs and, I guess, break the news? I mean, at the end of the day, it's her call, so... Quite true. And with that, he turns off the machine, looks on the lights, uh, glances over to the blankets as if to, eh, thinking about taking them down and just, I'll do it later. And he begins to head upstairs, back to the first floor. Might have to bring the projector down. Oh, do we need to view it to there, at the location? Potentially, if there's not a scene. Hmm. I should be able to set it up fairly quickly. Yeah. I mean, should... from the images, it was dark and had a big wall, so... Ah. Should we enter first and set things up and then have her enter after? I guess it makes sense if we try to reproduce the scene as much as possible, so... All right. To a degree, at least. You are the expert, so I will be trusting you. And with that, he heads back downstairs to basically collect everything. Uh, you guys noticed there was a large, like, attache case where he placed this in and other things. Uh, to get everything mobile and ready to go. Uh, so that takes some time. Marissa sees both Carson and Kaiba uh, come upstairs, Emmanuel following shortly after, and she gives you all a look as if to say, well, did you figure it out? I can see in their faces that they did. Wonderful. Does that mean we can get things taken care of sooner rather than later? Uh, yeah. To Are we going today? Uh, that's up to <laughs> Is it Marissa. somewhere nearby? Uh, it's about a couple hour drive, right? Uh, realistically, it is not a couple hours from where you guys are now. It should be at most 30 minutes. Oh. Pretty close. 30 minute drive. Oh, Hopefully eyes... we don't have more scenes popping up. Yeah, it's eyes... widened that as if to say, wow, that's actually kind of close, okay? But close but far, weirdly enough. I can't imagine walking that distance. Yeah, sadly, that's the case for all of them. She nods, looks at the time real quick, and then back to your group and says, well, we've come this far. If we're going to take care of it, we should do it now. Do it today. While Jack is still out. Yes? Yes. Perfect. She sees Emmanuel come upstairs. She smiles at him. He smiles back. And 
with everything prepped, they're essentially ready to go. Is there any reason that she would have been there? No. Like without it, our it abandoned no way. Without the, our interference. The guy, no, but the other guy also had no reason to be at a abandoned bridge. Hard abandoned bridge over a mm, river. That's fair. Yeah. We can assume it brings them there somehow. Just straight up fear, who knows? A self-fulfilling prophecy. And having discussed all this, she's just trying to hype herself up and not freak out. But like, you know, we can do this, we can do this, we got this. Like we're we're, we're already we're already going. We got three experts. We got all this shit here. Manuel's got the business in general. So let's let's get this all set up. So he brings everything he needs to bring. She doesn't need to bring anything. It's perverse. Uh, On the flip side, we're going to a bigger area, so we don't have to be afraid of bringing bigger weapons. Ooh, yes. Loud ones will definitely echo, so, but if there's no one nearby, you should be fine. The thing was fast, though, so we need a way to, I don't know, slow it down or something. And with that, we all hop into the vehicle that was rebranded <laughs> uh, to something else. I did write it down. The mystery van. Interior. No, that, that was the other one. Oh, no. Investigative you... closure specialist. Yeah. Investigative closure specialist. I mean, ghosts. We're, we're you know, ending their time here. Closure. No, I like it. I don't know if these names I'm picking exactly fit, but I think they're close enough to work. No, definitely not. You come up with them faster than I can. It's fine. So you win. Yeah. It's yours. So you should have shown up with honkable noses and weird wigs. Call ourselves investigative clowning specialists. Nice. <laughs> um, actually, no, I lost it. Excellent. Wait, let me Google something really quick. <laughs> yes, we're clown hunters. Hunt, hunters that are clowns, or you hunt clowns? Yes. Okay. You blend yeah, in. Clown hunting clowns. Yeah. Man, you would have been really useful, like, what, four or five years ago, with all those random clowns running around? <laughs> I know, right? Cannibal clowns. Oh, boy, my favorite. Alrighty. Your group piles on in, all five of you. And we head off to a relatively nondescript location. I'll just see if you guys here on the map, since we're all going at the same time. And indeed... The navigator was correct. Takes about 30 minutes or so to get there. Traffic starts to kick up, so it takes maybe five or so more minutes, but we can take some back roads. As, yeah, there's basically nobody here. We get off the highway and head towards closer and closer to our quarry. We arrive, and from the outside, it's difficult to tell if this is indeed the location. But as you guys begin to park, I guess that's an interesting point. Are we parking inside the parking garage or outside? Oh. I don't want... I mean, can we park blocking the road so nobody can get in? Theoretically, that might be dangerous. You definitely have uh, bullshit you can throw on the road, like, like traffic cones to say, don't turn yeah. down here. Yeah, sure, that's fine. Because it is even dark. So like, don't I... Within sprinting distance of wherever we need to be, I guess, is the best solution. Yeah, sure. I agree with that. I don't want to be too far in case someone does get hurt and we have to rush to the hospital. Perfect. I also don't want a monster to destroy the car. That as well, well yes. Paperwork, you know. Also, walking is not fun. Yeah. Alrighty. Well, we park at a reasonable distance away, but also not in the road. If you guys want to block off the roads, I'll take you just a second to do. Just throw some traffic cones out. People tend to not touch those. So we should be set there. As we get closer, upon maybe thinking for a moment, is this the correct location? Marissa gets a little antsy. In her seat, she's uh, wriggling around and then her eyes start jumping. The conversation dies for a moment in the vehicle as you're trying to find a spot to park. And it looks as if some sort of pressure is building and she's looking for something. But May doesn't realize she's looking for it. 
let her out and watch her from a from the shadows. I guess we might as well let the, let this play out. Did you guys want to set up the uh, reel ahead of time? Yeah. Wait, yeah. is it implied that she has to watch it here? No, but we're watching it in case there's another scene. I doubt it, but you never know. I um, I also don't think I want to let her go alone. No. The, the creature wasn't bothered by Carson and. Well, I mean, we also weren't sitting nearby in the living room, right? No. No, but in the real world, we also weren't sitting in the sofa, basically. She pauses as you guys turn the vehicle off and start opening doors, jarring her from whatever reverie she was lost in. She looks about a bit, eyes no longer as glassy, and says, Oh, we're here. I. Her eyes were glassy? For a second, yeah. Meaning, like, she looked out of it, or like she was just. She she can feel it tugging her. She looked a little out of it, as if she hadn't blinked in a little too long. Oh yeah, that's a mood. As you guys are setting things up, she shakes her head and you know, looks around. I do feel odd here. It might be the fact that this is, well, an abandoned parking garage. But it's off. What do you need me to do exactly? I, I understand what's going on. I'm, what, the bait? You'll protect me? It's supposed to come for me right but you can take care of it yeah i guess we'll just want you to follow whatever you're feeling she nods and as she has bait emmanuel kind of pauses his setup and looks at her and she looks at him and gives him a reassuring nod he goes back to setting up his you know i guess we don't really need a drop cloth <laughs> technically it's basically just the light he's got a little you know power source and everything for this it won't last too long but if we need it it's not turned on so if we think additional footage is added, it's primed and ready to go. Moved away. So if you guys fight something that gets knocked over, this won't be the first thing destroyed. Um, I've also decided Margo uh, bringing up that topic has made her just slightly attached to Marissa. So she's not going to wander too far from Marissa, no matter, no matter how it affects the location whereabouts of the monster willing to attack. Perfect. Just make sure you're out of sight, I guess. That's not going to be possible in this big, abandoned, empty car park. You can be in the shadows. Uh, yeah, but it's getting dark now, right? There should be... Yeah, but still, the abandoned car parks have, like, pillars, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. all right. Only, only if they're nearby. And yes, indeed. The sun is starting to go down. As it gets a little darker, you realize this place is 100% abandoned. As the emergency lights do not turn on, no engines were to life, nor machines to keep the light active and the darkness at bay. She starts roaming around a bit slowly. Emmanuel turns to your group and says, So when this thing appears, do her and I run off? Do we escape? He looks up and you can see that this building is probably uh, two, three, three floors up, probably. Shall we head up there away so you can do your business? Uh, the goal is to kill her. So that it, makes it sound like we're going to kill her. No, sorry. The goal is for it to kill her. Thank you. So if she runs, it's going to chase. Like the last time when we did it with um, Margot, it appeared before the actual scene played out, right? Yeah. Yeah. So we can assume that we can get rid of it before that happens. Okay. Are, are you going to repeat your thing with the, the spell lock? To, like, lock it into uh, a specific location? I don't think we need to, but I can, but I will be locked in place again. 
right. I mean, it's fine either way. It's just that if it's free to roam, then she can't wander far from us. True. I mean, we'll be focused on her. Exactly. Unless I go with my mask, I guess, but it's also an option. He's nodding along to your suggestions and says, hmm, if this thing is trying to kill her, though, and it, if it's as dangerous as you say, would it not be advantageous for us to, I guess, see that it's being summoned or pulled and then leave, move clear of the area so she is not to be harmed? Yes. I think they should probably hide around a nearby-ish column, because if they're on the second floor above us and the thing can hop through the shadows, we'll never catch up. Like We do know it's fast, and we don't know when and where it will show up. Yeah, so we, we, we don't want them too far from us at any time, but yes to bringing her out of like gun gunshot range by accident. Okay. He nods and motions for an area nearby that he'll hide behind with her basically once it happens. We, All right, that works. We can tell them to jump into the van, I guess, and, I don't know, drive circles in the parking lot, but don't leave it yet. So it doesn't try to, uh, I don't know, jump through time and space to chase her, I guess. Uh, he thinks for a moment. Sure. Just get around the corner. If, if things get to that degree, we'll, we'll take the vehicle. But if you believe she needs to stay nearby, for it to stay nearby, we'll hover in the area. And uh, I guess just keep the keys nearby. and We'll know that it's an option. And I can also try something else to see if it will focus on me instead of her, but... Perfect. He nods, looks at her, and she's about, you know, 10 feet, so 10, 15 feet away from him. She's still kind of walking around, just breathing, chilling, looking about. And as she does, about five or so minutes pass. She was very tense at first, but seeming to calm down a little now. Looking around, she's checking, as you said, you know, jumping between shadows. She's checking to see, like, is it back there? Is it over there? Not sure where it would come from, but you're all feeling slightly off, as if the ground is not level here. I mean, it probably isn't. <laughs> is it like it's pulling towards her, basically? Potentially. As she's searching and feeling out for this, this something, what are the three of you doing? Um, like I'm thinking it'll probably attack if she's actually scared, right? It might be part of the requirement. Potentially. I was thinking of making, I don't know, scary noises. Like something is dragging along. <laughs> uh, I refuse to join in on that. So while you're waiting, you want to make like a random noise to startle her, basically? I guess. Well, you got enough shit in the van that you could feasibly make a sound that uh, no one will know is coming from you. <laughs> while I, you're I don't prepping. want to be mean, but <laughs> doing my job, it's probably for the best if she thinks that we are no longer around, basically. Like she's actually alone and there's something else in. She, she moves a little further from you guys. Uh, and as you do, you make the sound, which you can hear her voice kind of oh, in the in the darkness up ahead. And she's she's looking around and you're not entirely sure if it triggered anything immediately, but she's definitely on edge now as she's you can barely see her. She's, she's looking around more. And after a minute or so, you hear her voice jump out and say, so I don't physically see anything or feel anything. Well, maybe a little. Don't respond. Don't I respond. I think a lot of it is just walking around in the dark. It's kind of scary. I, I don't know what it is. Just just walking around is anywhere, really. Just the arch turn on a light that I, I don't have. But, hmm. And she's been updating you guys every couple minutes or so as if to say, I don't feel anything. Oh, it feels kind of weird over here. But as we wait a little more, a sound akin to, hmm, like a, like a, like a rattler, like a rattlesnake at least, but not quite. 
slower. Something shimmying or moving along. And she pauses. You're not sure if it's your ears just playing a trick on you until you hear her go, oh. And now Emmanuel's up and looking for whatever this thing is. Uh, did he tell us what her fear was yet? No, I would say if you were to ask him, he couldn't get a pure answer from her. Currently, you know, the worst thing that could happen is something bad happens to Jack or something along those lines. That and just general fear of the dark. But everyone's scared of the dark. Like, what are you really afraid of? So he couldn't give you a firm answer. I mean, maybe it is just being afraid of the dark. I don't know. Eventually. No, and if her biggest fear is something happening to Jack, the creature could easily fake something like that. That's true. And about 10 seconds after her little uh, shout, you hear her speak again, saying, I, I think I saw something moving. It was, and without turning her head, she points kind of behind herself to the right and wiggles her arm. You guys just barely see her in the dark. Is there something over there? Is there? I'm going to start creeping closer to her, and, but I'm going to face the direction she's pointing. Yeah, I'm, I'm feeling, I feel like we should start moving in, but how to do that without tipping it off? Looking in that general direction. She's the center of attention, so I don't think it matters too much as long as we don't stand next to her. You essentially see nothing, just shadows. Sorry, can I read a bad situation? Yes, now would be a good time for that. A can nine. I help reading a bad situation? Uh, you guys are all close to each other, so yes, you definitely can. Oh, why is Margaret rolling? Yeah, why aren't you rolling? I thought we were going with uh, Kaiba. Nice. Okay, I'm y'all only, are the worst. I'm only. I taking... can't believe I believed. <laughs> well, at least at least it can't be worse for you. I'm only going to take Kaiba's roll for this, not yours, Margo. Because nice. I get a. You're doing something experience. separate. Yes. So Kaiba, Mark experience. Uh, Margo, you're doing something slightly separate. Uh, but yes, we have a four, <laughs> a wonderful four. Does that and... make my roll worse? No, worse, but it doesn't make it worse, worse, so it's fine. Yeah. So nothing awful happens to you. You still get your rad, rad? You still get your rad situation, brah! You get to pick one, which is a lot of different things. I don't know if you have the list open, but if you don't, dude, I'll just throw them in chat there for you. Let's see. What's the best way to protect the victims? What's the best way to protect the victims? All right, I'll do my thing, and then I will answer you. What even happens if you fail a help out? Don't you get put in danger? Yeah, basically. So looking about, you know, this is where we want to be focusing on. This is definitely the area, 100%. Something in the shadow glimmers for a moment. It looks almost like a bottle of milk, like an old school glass bottle of milk. And then another one, faint, <laughs> hiding in the darkness. Very strange. What? It's the milk, man. Very, yeah, very strange. But you realize upon... It's milk bottle? Yeah, I know, right? You realize upon closer inspection, that's not what it is. It's also like five feet off the floor. And there's more than two, three, four, five, six of them now as they're growing like a piano being rolled out. A jagged, broken piano. The more it reveals itself to you. And as whatever this is begins to coalesce, you hear her shift away. She doesn't physically like move her head. But her, she shifts her body without picking up her feet, sliding her soles of her shoes along the ground further away from this thing, as if she can feel whatever it is slightly more visible, but not truly there. And now looking closer, all these jagged white shapes gnash for a moment, and they span out for those that are looking at a point directly 
the middle of your vision, outward to the left and outward to the right, almost infinitely. You cannot see the edge of whatever this thing is. It just keeps going and going and growing. Is it circling you? It's difficult to tell. Does it have an end? Also difficult to tell. But gazing into the darkness, into these shadows, it's not moved forward just yet, but you can swear that you see what seems to be a grinning, lipless mouth of something very much not human, all of its jagged, broken teeth in a horrible row, slowly moving closer to you, like a floating smile that has no end. Creepy Cheshire cat. It really is like uh, the back room stand. As you guys are silent, she speaks out again and say, is there something there or not? Uh, yeah, yeah, there is. There is definitely something there. You say this and she turns her head to look at it. And as she does, the image shoots to the right where she turns her head and is gone. Oh, God, that's so creepy. Do we happen to recognize what it was? No, it looked like a smile just in the darkness. And as she looks at you, she says, what? Don't what? Don't look. Oh. It. It knows when you're going to look at it, so it disappears. She nods, looking at your group now, and she takes a few steps closer towards Emmanuel, and he's waiting near one of the pillars. She says, all right. And Carson, you can determine that the best way to protect the victim is to somehow keep this thing that she cannot see or look towards away from her. She needs to be away from it. You're not sure how it moves, how it will attack And if this is even the whole it, but there's something resting just in the corner of her eye that's going to be getting closer and closer until it strikes. And we have to keep her away from it? Somehow, yes. I can continue to answer this question in pieces as you guys see more. Yeah. Now that we witnessed this, what are we doing? Um, can I move to see, I guess like the next time that it appears... If, it, if she can see at the corner of her eye and she stands still and then I turn to face it, will it move away from me or will it still hover in the corner of her eye? All right. It moves so quick. We don't know just yet, but that's something you can definitely test. Yeah, I would like to test that because that's going to affect how we approach this. She's trying to stay calm now and in one position, not moving. And where it was, where it had moved to the right, you guys continue to look and wait for it. But then you hear a shuffling now to her left and then a scratching. And she just lets out a, oh, oh, I can't look at it. I think I think it's there again. Okay, then I want to, I guess, step forward and look at it directly. It's now to her left. And you can tell she's trying to grab the hardest not to look at it. Her body is shaking. You can hear her trembling. I, I will I will whisper some don't look at it. Good. Just stay where you are. She's nodding. She's nodding, trying her hardest not to move. You can see more now, Margot. She still has my charm, right? Mm-hmm. She's holding it in her hand very tightly. She's not going to let it go. And she's trying to take steps like forward away-ish from it without looking at it or letting it leave that exact position. She's trying her absolute hardest to work with you guys. And Margot, you start to move closer to it. Were you asking a question? We can look at it. We can look at it, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Now that you know where it is, the, the, the three of you can look at it. It's very difficult to see precisely what's going on here. And what if I step towards it? As you step towards it, you do indeed move towards it. It does not get further. What if you stand between them? Sure, I'll step between them. As you move and stand between, you're not really sure anything has changed precisely, but 
you know she can see you now. And she goes, oh, Marco, you're, don't look. You're over there. Hi. Uh, uh, did the creature do anything? Doing anything? Not necessarily. So it didn't move at all? No. You can get closer to it, though, and you do indeed see yourself getting closer to it. It does not move away. All right, Marissa, this thing is uh, very intent to stay relative to your vision, so you're doing great, not moving. Um, oh, time for I, you to try something. I'm going to text Margo. God, I don't want to say it out loud, but obviously Margo wouldn't be looking at her phone. I'm freak Marissa out anymore. I mean, you could call my name after you text and indicate. Do you have your uh, sword with you right now? Yeah, I'm definitely carrying a mirror. I'm definitely carrying the big sword. What happens if you make it or try to let her see it through the mirror image, like a reflection? Does it also react to that? What's the point? What are you trying to get at? Like, can she see it through a mirror and does it still disappear? Like that way. well, at least she knows where it is, I guess. She can sense it, though, right? Yeah. To a degree. If one wants to try it, you definitely can. I'm standing between it, so it can't be me. Uh, well, it'd have to be your sword, right? Would, that, have... would that angle function? No. I mean, you probably don't have enough light for that right now. So. Yeah. yeah. That you, too, yeah. You need an actual, yeah. re- relatively is a good-sized mirror, which you'd have in your, in your van, which is right over there. So, Gabi, you're in a pretty good position to do this if you want. I mean, there's a few things I want to try on this thing, so... First of all, I want to try making a picture of my phone. See if it shows up in the picture. That's the first thing you want to do? Yeah. Because if I can see the smile, I can probably see it with my camera as well, if it is even there. As you move in to take an image of whatever this thing is, it clicks. You know a picture was taken, but rather than seeing the room or the thing, it's just a perfectly black image. Pitch black. Interesting. No shading whatsoever. Did it show up in the preview image or? No. Also no. Mm. So it's there, but it isn't there. Nice. It's good to know. Now there is enough light in this area that taking a picture, you could take a picture of a wall if you wanted to. So for example, as you like drag it across the ground, you know, the viewpoint, look it up, you could see the floor, your shoes, but once you hold it up, it's just black, pitch black. Oh. After you take your picture and instead receive a black blob, the mess that is its teeth begin to gnash together, quiet at first, but growing louder and louder. The sound surrounds all of you, as if it's coming from all sides, above, below, to your left, to your right. There is no escaping this gnashing. Marissa responds almost instantly, doesn't turn her head, but she goes to. Uh, She looks away, actually, ever so slightly, as she grabs at her ears. And when it does, Kaiba, the position it was in, shifts slightly further just to stay out of her vision but never in and after the gnashing ceases a smoke begins to furl out from between the gaps and slowly fill the room as you hear a cracking snapping sound akin to bone being trampled underfoot begin to emanate from this thing did it get uh, any closer to her as it moved it's difficult to tell but you think it's gotten slightly closer distance and this thing specifically in this room are incredibly hard to gauge. Then I assume we also didn't notice if it got any more corporeal? Currently it looks more the same as it did before. Shrouded in, even, even looking at it, you can see this thing. But even looking directly at it, you almost get the feeling as if you yourself are looking at it from, the si- like from a side view. As if your eyes refuse to focus on this thing. Everything you're picking up 
are just glimpses and fragments of a photo that your mind assembles for you to make sense of the vision before you. Who wants to try shining lights at us? Um, one of you two. One of us what? My, my hands are full of my sword. Well, oh, fine, I'll do it, I guess. I'll flesh my light at us. Yeah, obviously on your phone, those are really bright. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> that very much works. For where you are now, though, Kaiba, roll me act under pressure as this surmounting presence is just growing. This can't go wrong, right? We're trying to aim it. We're trying to... Yeah, here we go. A nine. Mixed success. Who wants to help me and potentially get me an eight? Would you like to help, Carson? Yeah. Yeah, I can. What are you doing to help? Uh, can I add my phone? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Excellent. All right, that brings me up to a ten. Uh, with you, you will slightly expose, expose, expose yourself explode. to trouble or danger, Carson. I can't believe he exploded. As the two of you shine your light at this thing, it seemingly disappears. All the area that your light bathes reveals pillars, twists, turns, flat concrete walls. Just out of the line of sight of this light, though, you can see this thing continuing. Hey, Marissa. As in, it's still there in that space, or you mean uh, it, it moved somewhere else? It hasn't moved? Like it's in the shadow? Possibly. So your light dispenses the shadow. Gone. Disperses the shadow. Yeah, so we can't see it, basically, but it right. might so still be there. Where the light... Kind of wish we had a spotlight for Marissa. <laughs> where the light touches, you don't see it, but you don't know if it's not there, or you just can't see it. You do know it continues out of the corner vision of your... Like, if you were to turn your head to the right, left and right, you'd still see these teeth, like, surrounding you. We technically do have a spotlight. It's called car lights. True. Oh. Well. But we also don't know if it does anything, so. As you've done this, Margo, where are you facing currently? Um, I want to keep my eyes on the creature. I want to call it, hey, Marissa, uh, we never did quite catch what your fear was. She's currently stammering as, she, as if she's thinking of, why, why, why is that important right now? Because this is what you're most afraid of. All right. She's thinking. Of, I don't know. Losing my losing my son. But this is Jack isn't here. Was he attacked by something? No, no. As she's 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 thinking and she's she's moving about slightly while keeping it in the in the corner of her eye, uh, moving closer to one of the pillars where Emmanuel is. And that snapping and crunching of bone grows louder, specifically behind you, Carson. Behind me? Behind you, correct. Suddenly, you feel something snap and grab onto your ankle and begin to pull you backwards away from everybody else. It's not terribly strong, but its grip is unrelenting. You do not feel as if it's letting you go. You very much can, yes. Are you trying to kick at it to make it loosen its grip on you? Yeah. Okay, uh, go ahead and roll me, act under pressure. All right, yeah, I don't know nine. A nine, unfortunately, everyone's pretty far away from you right now, <sighs> or relatively, as it's pulled you back uh, ever so slightly. Uh, Kaiba, you've had a second to take in the light. Are you keeping it on the creature, or are you turning it off? I mean, I kind of want to experiment further. Okay, perfectly fine. Would you consider me captured? <laughs> I'm actually going to ask you that. So, you have a few... Uh, actually, you know what? Regardless, yes. So you have a few options, Carson. You're losing your balance as the thing is pulling you backwards. Uh, its first yank is strong enough. You almost have to jump in place 
as it pulls your body back just to keep yourself straight. You don't know where you're being pulled to, but uh, backwards, most likely towards this thing. And you hear oh, a, almost God. like guttural burp as you can now see. You look down at your ankle. The smoke is starting to furl in and it's about up to your ankle. You can still see your shoes, but it's starting to fill the room. Mm. Marissa sees this too and she looks down for a, a moment and you guys can see this overall image uh, shift ever so slightly she doesn't turn but things begin to move so Carson uh, for you as you're trying to right yourself I'll give you a choice one or two things will happen yes you are captured which means what exactly I get experience <laughs> does it mean anything else yeah so I have when a monster captures you you mark experience but it doesn't have anything else to it so, yes, you are indeed 100% captured right now. I will let you choose Carson. Either to write yourself, you're going to drop your phone and it's going to break, or you'll hold on to your phone, but you're falling to all fours. Oh, geez. If I drop my phone, it, the light turns off, right? It's going to break, yeah. We'll <sighs> lose your girlfriends or not yet girlfriends phone number forever. Um, we're on and off Please, right I'm, now. Okay, I'm sure he hasn't memorized. I haven't memorized. Are you kidding me? Um, every night before he goes to bed, he says it out loud. <laughs> just no, no. He probably acts, uh, uh, auto dials it and then realizes what he did and re or deletes it. Yeah. Um. So if oh, the light goes if he, if he out, drops his phone. He accidentally calls his girlfriend, and then she hears me die, which is really yes. unfortunate. Um. If the light goes out, the monster becomes like clearer, right? Where Either you're visible or not there. Yeah. Sure. So Kaiba's still shining his light wherever you're. So obviously, if the phone goes out, that portion that was invisible will become visible again. You're not sure if it's not there or if it's actually just like making it go away. I'm gonna drop to my knees, but not break my phone. All right. Uh, as you fall, you do not receive uh, any damage. You're able to kind of catch yourself, and you're not getting pulled back as quickly. Uh, to create instant panic, but it's it's definitely still pulling on you, and slowly you're being dragged along the floor, uh, the smoke growing ever higher and higher, and as you breathe it in, Carson, it smells like cigarette smoke, but almost like uh, nastier and a bit a bit funkier. There's something else underlying in this that isn't great. Margo, as you're watching this creature, uh, Kaiba, you can't currently see it because your light's on, you can do something in just a moment, but Margo, you see pretty much instantly that cracking bone grinding sound, its mouth is opening, this smoke is rolling out, and you see almost like one frame at a time as if you're blinking rapidly. This long, black, segmented limb comes out from between its teeth, cracking every time it moves. Snap, 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 snap into position. And this long, multi-segmented, incredibly skinny, completely black arm comes out of its mouth, and then a second one. And you see these small hands reaching from between the teeth, opening the mouth further and further, as if there are many more in there that would wish to join you. Carson, you see that the thing that's around your ankle is indeed one of these hands. Margie, you done something in a while? What do you, what's your general situation? Am I close enough to uh, start severing limbs? Uh, yeah, very much so. You're just going to go in and start smacking? Absolutely, especially if it's an arm. <laughs> oh, shit. I forgot. <laughs> you have arm slashing potency. All right, you may run yes. in and kick. That's a weird potency. Very weird, but yeah, go ahead and run in and start kicking some ass, Margo. I think you mean proficiency. Nice. Yes. All right, I'll move the boy into position using your big sword, right? Yes. All righty, you're going to sever multiple arms 
with this. All right, well, hang on. I know. You got your big hit. <laughs> they have no armor, right? It, w- it was for sure three harm? The arms don't have armor now. Sadness. Free experience. Go and mark experience, Margo. Alrighty, what is that? On a miss, you leave yourself open and vulnerable. The initial damage is still going to take part. Take place, of course. All right, I so I got I got a little close in my excitement to chop some arms off. I can't help action with that finishing, right? No. Yeah. This is basically uh, pure luck to see if she does more damage or not. Yeah, makes sense. So, Margo, uh, with your strike, technically the way this room is positioned, the three of you are about as separated as you could be. <laughs> Carson's being pulled one direction. Margo, you run in and you start slashing. You take a couple arms. They come off pretty easy, but it catches you as you are wielding a very heavy weapon. You're grabbed, both your legs, both of your arms, and your sword. You're trying to wriggle, but it starts dragging you in, closer and closer towards the teeth. You will not receive any harm, but you're in a very, very precarious position currently. You can still sort of move, but not as much as you would like to. So Margo, captured. Carson, captured. Kaiba, you have your light out. You have many, many plans, many things you want to do. What's the top of the docket? Wow, plans have changed, apparently. I'm gonna... You know what, I'm just gonna pull out the mask and see if it reacts to that. I'm gonna turn into Marissa as well. All right. Marissa too, electric electric boogaloo. Mask time it is, roll me plus weird. Open. Woo! I mean, it's better than nothing. One off, perfect. Exactly. Alrighty, seven to nine, the magic will convince most there will be a minor complication. Will it convince the monster, though? We shall indeed see. Kaiba, you uh, put your phone away, I assume? Yeah. Okay, cool. So you, you stash that real quick, you slap the mask on, and it grabs on much more firm than it did the first time. Panic settles in for a moment, as if... It almost feels as if this, the, the mask is digging into your flesh, sliding under the top layer of skin, uh, tendriling deeper and deeper. It's not enough to really cause you any harm, but... It's it's grabbed the living shit out of you um, for but a moment. The mask has not activated. You are dropped into a sea of darkness, Kaiba. You cannot see anything at all. Uh, go ahead and roll me. Uh, no, don't roll me. I'll just add one stress. We'll keep the, the, the roll as it is. Uh, where would you like to add this? Uh, just normal stress. OK. All right. So two things. Adding one distress, and for a moment, Kaiba, you're going to be blinded. You cannot see anything, but you do feel as if the mask is working. Not only that, you feel for a moment it might actually be working the way you intend it to be. Focus starts to shift towards you, and you can feel fingertips running along the hairs of your arms, down your back. Touched, but not violently, at least currently. You hear Marissa begin to panic she hears things clattering people falling uh, she coughs a little from the smoke that's entering the room uh, you hear her then uh, sneeze and the image shakes violently uh, for a moment and she calls out and says is, 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 is everything going all right where, where are you all i mean i'm over here uh i'm literally in uh, danger so i'm stay not calm as long as you don't hear any however let me know when i can try and kick it off again uh, yes, Carson, since you fell first, I'd like to come directly back to you. As you're being dragged backwards towards this thing's maw, what do you do? I mean, can I try kicking away from it again? Yeah, definitely. You're just trying to free yourself? Yeah. Oh, God. Alrighty. 
Another seven. Do it, so. Yeah, yeah. Mixed success means you will succeed. There's just going to be a somewhat of a problem. You kick and kick and thrash. You still have your phone on you. Are you intending to keep the light on, Carson, or off? Yeah, I'm trying to keep it on. Okay. I'm gonna, I'm trying to, obviously I'm focused on kicking the leg or whatever, the hand that attached to me. Okay. But I want to keep the phone light on so I can shine it in that direction. Alrighty. You most definitely have your light spilling where you need it to. It's bouncing off a lot of the smoke now. It's starting to get a little complicated, but you do see where the light reaches. It does seem to not eradicate the creature, but you cannot see it, at least in, in full. Like I mentioned before, this thing is really difficult to get any sort of vision on. You need to twist, kind of like an alligator death roll, but you eventually get these hands off you. They, they snap like dry twigs. And as you stand, this sound of you being freed for whatever reason causes Marissa to turn her head despite her best abilities not to do so and unfortunately she looks directly at Kaiba who currently looks exactly like Marissa oh great I was gonna say don't look at me but (laughs) that doesn't work anymore now and right before we pause our session for the day she just says what oh god 